0: That this world has ever seen. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't sit down yet. You can do better than that. What's going on, Tennessee? Woo, man. I tell you what, I'm from Mississippi, and there's just something about a tent. Praise God. This is amazing. And before I get going, I feel like I should let you guys know I'm not a pastor. In case you didn't know, but now you've been warned. So if you need to leave now, go ahead. Here we go. Uh, Can we just get a round of applause for your pastor right now? While everybody else shut down, while the rest of the church community said, we're going to obey what the government says instead of God, your pastor, through God himself, did this. Can we hear it for your pastor? More importantly... Can we hear it for what God is doing underneath this tent right now? Woo, man. (laughs) Okay, I've always wanted to say this. You can be seated. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, man, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, Pastor Locke, thank you so much. Our our friendship goes way, way, way back. And uh, he told me that I got like 15 20 minutes to talk, and so, uh, you know, I say that's give or take 30, 40 minutes, you know, whatever, you know, we're going to have a good time, we're going to see what happens here today. No, I'm serious, if I need to get out, just, you know, grab the curtain call, let's go. Um, Oh, man. Today's going to be a little different than what you guys are probably thinking. In fact, some of you, how many people... for risk of embarrassing myself. How many people have heard my show or anything or a video or anything like that before? Okay, a couple people. How many people don't like me? Okay, good, there we go, all right. How many people have no idea who I am and you're wondering if you got on the wrong bus? Okay, fantastic. All right. (laughs) So my name is Graham Allen. I, you know, I could go through all the exploits of things that I do and this and that. Basically, the Reader's Digest version is I talk for a living. That's what I do, um, and I made a career. I guess you could say of just saying what I believe needed to be said, because I realized about eight years ago in the political world and in our culture that there were so many people that wanted to say something about the evils and wrongdoings that they saw in our country, but they were afraid. They were scared. Normal, everyday people, either through repercussions of their job, repercussions of their marriage, of their family, et cetera, people just wouldn't say obvious things. And I said, I'll say it. Why not? That'll be fun. It's not as fun as it looks like, I promise you. Uh, me and Pastor went to lunch yesterday, and I was half concerned that, uh, you know, it was, yeah, I was worried about security there for a little bit. Both of us in the same place at the same time. Woo, the devil would have been upset about that. In fact, he was. But anyway, what I want to talk to you guys about today I... I I'm going to do my best not to talk about politics, because believe it or not, the reason that I am here today is I want to tell you guys what the Lord has been working through my heart since about February. So if it's all right with you, can I tell you what the Lord has told me to tell you today? Again, I'm not a pastor, but here we go. So many of you know, about a year ago, I decided to run for Congress. And um, uh, I lost. So, you know, uh, th- th- there's that is. But let me, tell you, let, let me tell you what I learned. So I prayed about this. Me and my family, we prayed about this. God, we're doing really well right now. Business is going well. We got about 50 employees. Things are going nice. Why in the world would you want me to run for Congress, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but prayed about it, sought counsel about it, that's what we decided to do. New York Times, Fox News, everybody, Graham Allen's running for Congress, da-da-da-da-da. Fast forward about a year later, and I always like to tell people, the, the, the circles that I run in, the, 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 the blessings that God's allowed me to do, I always like to say that before I ran for Congress, I saw about 40% behind the veil. But then when I decided to run for Congress, I truly believe that then I got to see 50% behind the veil. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this, that extra 10% was so dark, it was so evil, it was so corrupt. That I believe God had me run only to have President Donald Trump himself call me and ask me to get out of the race for a reason. And that reason is for me to stand here today and tell you that the government isn't going to save this country. Politicians aren't going to save this country. The only person that can is not a person. It is God himself. So around January, I got a phone call from the president. Uh, Yeah, the president. That's what I said. And he asked me, he said, Graham, we love you. Well, this one is like, Graham, we love you. The whole family loves you. Everybody loves you. You're amazing. You're great. You're beautiful. Believe me. But I got to ask you to get out of the race. Because if you don't get out of the race, you're going to split the vote. And we can't have splitting of the votes. We got to take them out. And that was on my birthday. The president didn't know that, but it was on my birthday. It was a great birthday present. Um, And and for those of you who aren't in my world, in the pastor's world, you know that anytime something like that happens, it's only about an 8 to 12-hour period before New York Times, President Shuns, longtime uh, longtime ally Graham Allen for state rep. It was humiliating. All right, It's one thing to run for a congressional seat. It's another thing to know that if you lose, the entire country is gonna know about it and the entire side that hates you is going to laugh at you for it. It's a whole other thing to put yourself in that situation. So I had my feelings hurt a little bit and uh, I did what any rational person would do. I looked at my wife and I said, I'm gonna leave for like a week and go on a mountain out in North Carolina by myself, and I'm going to pray about what's next. And um, thank God I have a loving, -loving, Jesus-loving, God-fearing wife that said, you know what, that's exactly what you should do. All right, everybody, listen up. I've said this once, I've said it again. Uh, it is time for us to start fighting back against woke companies that do not care about our values. They spit in our face every single day. And honestly, they do it because they believe that you don't know or understand that there are alternative options for you. Most importantly, your wireless provider. AT&T is paying for abortions, Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile. They're all terrible. So stop giving these woke companies your money. Stop paying greedy wireless companies that are horrible institutions that do not care about American values. Instead, support my guys at Pure Talk, a company whose customer service is based in Georgia, literally two hours away from our studios here. A company whose CEO is also a U.S. veteran and a company who shares your values go to puretalk.com select a plan then enter the promo code g-r-a-h-a-m that's my name and save 50 percent off your first month you can literally be switched over to pure talk in less than 10 minutes so why are you still giving these companies that hate you your money go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code graham now So if it's all right with you, while I still have some time, I would like to tell you what God told me on that mountain to come tell you today. Is that okay with everybody? So I'm up on the mountain and I'm praying, seeking God. God, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do, God? What, what, what's next? I immediately had job offer after job offer, Newsmax, Fox News, everything. Everybody wanted me. Everybody. And I'm not saying that like a, oh, look at me. I'm saying that like the devil, sometimes right before you're on a breakthrough, the devil seems to put things right in front of your path that seem like a blessing at the time, but it's really to deter you from the breakthrough that you were fixing to do for the kingdom of God. So after a week up on the mountain, I turned down every one of those jobs, and I had this idea. I knew, I knew, I contacted every pastor I knew. I sought counsel. The Lord was telling me, Graham, you have to go to the churches, and you have to tell them the truth of what is actually going on. And I said, God, that's going to be really hard. I don't know if you know me or not, but... uh, you made me this way, and there's a lot of people that don't like me, so I don't know how that's going to go. So let me tell you a truth really quick. How many of you know that covid this Roe v. Wade thing, all this free speech stuff, all it has done, there's always been a problem in the church. And when I say the church, I'm talking about the big C church, right? Everybody know what I'm talking about when I say that? The church is actually you. Does everybody know that? Like, okay, okay. So, Big C Church, these massive organizations that have their tax-free status, that get so big, they get a little bit of status. They get a little bit of attendance. They get a little bit of money. And then all of a sudden, they completely forgot everything that the Bible actually says about everything. So I start reaching out to these churches. Everybody I know, and again, this is, not, this is not to like show clout or status, this is to tell you guys the truth. Me and your pastor, either know personally or are one person away from pretty much every church, every Republican, whoever it may be, we're about one person away from getting in touch with those people. So I thought, man, maybe this will be easy. Let me tell you something, that was in February. And your pastor is the first one to allow me to come and talk to you today. This church is doing it the right way. Your pastor is not afraid to stand in the gap for what actually needs to be talked about. Give it up for your pastor again. He's doing it right. So... I started looking around, I started researching, I started doing my due diligence, right? Trying to figure out what is going on, what is happening? And I looked at all these pastors, I looked at all these churches, and I said, why in the world is our society the way that it is? Let me tell you something. If you look around America and you don't recognize it today, we need look no further than in the mirror as us, as Christians, as the church, because it's cowardice that has led to America falling to the way that it is. So I normally don't do... I normally just, you know, go with it here, but since it's church, I figured I'd have to have a couple references here of what I'm talking about. So, the left might be trying to destroy America, but trust me when I say this, woke Christianity is going to kill it first. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the church you to stand up and engage in what is going on in our society. Let me tell you something. Right now, what is happening is our job as Christians is to stand in the tension of the gap between grace and truth. That is our job. That is what we're supposed to do. If you have too much truth, not enough grace, it doesn't work. If you have too much grace, not enough truth, it doesn't work. So what we have here, 99% of the churches right now are all about grace. Give people grace. Oh, we love everybody, which we're supposed to, but let's just give them grace. Grace without truth is nothing. In fact, the space between grace and truth that these Christians are saying they're doing what they're supposed to do is actually a deflection. And it is cowardice that we're losing sight of what is actually supposed to be done. If you've got a child, all you ever do is give them grace after grace after grace. With no truth, well, you have probably an adult degenerate of society that can't even tell the difference between a man and a woman. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand. Well, you know, Janet, who did understand, that would be real Americans. And the people who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting your savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical Gold, and it's not too late for you to take action now. Text the word Graham—that's G G-R-A-H-A-M, R A H A M—to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Text the word Graham—that's G G-R-A-H-A-M, R A H A M—to 989898 for a free, no obligation info kit now. So I'm here today to say this, and I want to talk about a couple Bible verses here really quick. So bear with me here. I want to read this to you. So this is in Proverbs 18, 17. I love this verse, and I'm going to read two different versions from you. I'm going to read King James at first, and it says this, he that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him. Now, I'm from Mississippi, so let me dumb it down for you a little bit because I need it this way. Listen to this version. The person who tells one side of a story seems right until someone else comes along and tells the other side of the story. And what we have going on right now We have a spiritual battle under the veil of politics, under the veil of social media, under the veil of church, that they only want one side to speak. But the real strong spine Christians that want to come up and say the other side of the story, they want to cancel you. They want to shut you down or worse. Christians and pastors want to tell you that politics have no business in church. How many people agree with that statement? You see, me and the pastor were having a conversation, and what's going on is not just the news, not just big tech Not just the government, but churches are now changing words around to make it fit into their narrative. See, anything that actually deals with morality or culture that would upset some people because truth is being spoken, the church now turns around and says, well, that's too political, so we can't talk about that. How are we supposed to lead people to Jesus if we don't tell the truth about what Jesus actually believes and what Jesus knows to be true? In fact, anybody seen that documentary? Uh, we, we work with the Daily Wire. Anybody seen that documentary, What is a Woman? Anybody seen that? It's an amazing thing. You really should see it. It's actually quite terrifying, really. If you right now in your own head, don't shout it at me, but define truth in your mind right now. What is truth? Think about it in your mind right this second. If you were on Jeopardy right now, I'll take what is truth for 500, Alex. What's the answer? Well, the Bible's very clear about what the answer is. It says God is truth. Therefore, the Bible is truth. Therefore, what the Bible says is truth. And if we're tiptoeing around as Christians on what the reality is, then what are we doing? Ask, ask a woke pastor about Juneteenth, and they will go all out. Ask them about abortion before the Roe v. Wade decision came around, and they do this. Ho, ho, ho! Don't talk about that. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Because we have to love everyone. We have to have grace for everyone. But if we don't have truth coupled with grace then we're liars about what the Bible actually says. So I've got one more thing to tell you before I leave you today. First of all, there's this illusion. You see, church world, unfortunately, I found out, is a lot like political world. You see, <laughs> Lord, be with me in my words here. I pray, Lord, that the words that coming out of my mouth are your words, not mine because I'm just a redneck from Mississippi. Here we go. Unfortunately, churches are a lot like the political world. You see, instead of us all being on the same team to spread the word of God and save people's eternal souls, not their souls right now, told me you can't go talk at Greg Locke's church. If you go talk at Greg Locke's church, then none of these other churches are going to let you in. Let me tell you something. And I know we're live right now, and I know this, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of trouble. But let me tell you something. I don't answer to you. I don't answer to Pastor Locke. I answer to God. And when God tells you to do something, I'll go to a satanic church and preach the gospel and say what God wants me to say. Don't tell me what churches I can't go into. Do not tell God where he can go, and do not tell God where he can work miracles in your life. Don't tell me. All right. We have recently had some huge wins for truth in the American family. It feels like the pendulum may be swinging back to that time of great American values. And the center of that change has to be the family, your family. Ronald Reagan once said, All great change in America starts at the dinner table. There's no company doing more to help you bring your family and friends to the table than Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers delivers a 100% American meat experience to your door. They guarantee you meat that is born, raised, and harvested here in the U.S. so that you know where it comes from and who you are supporting. You're already buying meat, so why not buy in the way that strengthens the American farm? Your country and tastes better buds. Well, thank you. Not only that, I personally eat it all the time. It is a mainstay at my house and we use it and eat it every just about every single day <laughs> Make sure to use my code Graham That's G-R-A-H-A-M To get $30 off your order Plus get free express shipping You can make gatherings at the table Common again with Good Ranchers Take advantage of this offer Before it's gone Go to GoodRanchers.com Slash Graham To start bringing people to the table Creating change in America And eating seriously Delicious food from Good Ranchers Ooh, man In fact, my last point is this. It's time for you, Christian, to stand up. It's time for you, Christian, to realize who you are in the authority of God. It is time for you, Christian, to get rid of these false ideas of what a pastor looks like or what a church leader looks like or a church planner looks like or an evangelist looks like. In fact, it doesn't even look like this. looks a lot like this. How many of you, show of hands, how many of you have scars? Okay. Keep them up. Keep them up. Keep them up. How many of you have scars that no one can see? Look around. Everybody. Everybody. We all have this idea that we're not good enough. We all have this idea that we're not worthy. And the truth is we're not. But through God's grace. (laughs) <laughs> By God's grace, he does amazing things. So let me tell you the funny thing about scars, either physically or emotionally. Context is everything. What do scars say? Scars say that person's been through something. Scars says that person's got a testimony. Scars say to us that the past is real, but scars show God that we are ready for his purpose that he has in our lives. So here's my final thing I want to say to you Christians. I want to empower you today. Anybody seen that TV show, The Terminal List? Anybody see that? Don't lie. We're in church. Okay, cool. All right. All two of you. Fantastic. So Chris Pratt is a friend of mine, and um, there's this opening scene of that show where they actually quote a story in Judges. And so I'm paraphrasing here, but I think it's very important for Christians to hear this right now. Gideon is asking God, God, how do I figure out who the real soldiers are? How do I figure out who the real people I need are? And God tells Gideon, take them down there to that water. Take them down there and watch and see what they do. And in the story, it goes 99% of them lay down on their belly. They wash themselves in the water. They're drinking it. They're not paying attention around them. And see, that's what we've got in church right now. And a lot of Christians, we got a lot of Christians doing this. Minding our own business, going about our own way and let the crazy people talk the crazy things. We'll just talk about it in church and everything will be fine. But there was 1% of people that went down to that water, spear in hand, took that knee down and drank, but kept their eyes straight on the horizon to see what was coming at them in the battles to fight ahead. You see, what we need now, church, is we need warriors. We need people that stand on absolute truth that is the word of God. And we're not going to bow down to culture. We're not going to bow down to woke society. We're not going to bow down to woke Christianity. We need real Christians battered, scarred, torn. We need the people that nobody would expect to lead everybody else back to the way of God because this country is a Christian nation. This country belongs to God. This country belongs to Jesus. And there is hope, my friends, because God isn't dead yet. God is not done yet. Revival is coming to America, and it doesn't start with the people you would believe it to be. It starts with you and you, and you, and me, it starts with all of us, because God uses the ones that everybody wants to cast out for his miracles ahead, so thank you guys for allowing me to be here, if you believe God is the Lord of this land, give me an amen, thank you guys so much.